Hey guys, what's up? Yes, yes, so I missed you guys. I know you guys miss me too. I wish anybody missed me at all. It's been a long while, but you know, we're back at it again. As usual, always creating art, always analyzing these tapes, analyzing this music, you know, breaking shit down as usual. Yeah, so today, not without any further ado, I'll be talking about a very special artist, one I've come to know over the years as, as an underground rapper, but of course has been here for a very long time. Today I'll be talking about Graf. First of all, who's Graf? Graf is uh, his full name is Philip Anthony Bernard. He's 39 from Queens, New York, of course. He's been rapping for a very long time now. I think Graf has been rapping since about two, since 2000. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, since 2000. So he's actually an OG. He's not just one of those young guys that come up on the scene and just you know just want to just talk and you know spit a few bars and there. But he's very very how would I put it now? Very very. I won't say Asian, but he's been a, he's been the scene for a long time, sure. He's been he's been doing his thing for a long time, and I think he used to have associated acts with Dipset, that's uh, Jim Jones, Cameron, and Drew Santana. Uh, I think that was when uh, it was Demo, Dame Dash that was still controlling that stuff. I think it was a, it was a particular song where he was talking about how he got blackballed at the label, and then something happened, but then he, he couldn't keep up. That was back in you know, the 2000s, early 2000s. So, Graf has come a very long way. So, currently, he's a, he's actually an independent artist. He has his own stuff, Team Dope Bang, Dope Gang. And uh, I think he's actually co-signed to BSF. That's Black Soprano Family with Benny the Butcher. So, he's working with DJ Casley. That's one of that old DJ that has been on the scene for a very long time. Casley dropped one album last year where he featured, like, everybody. Uh, I think that song, that album was, like, 50 tracks. And he featured like at least 20 people so you can imagine that kind of connection with people in the industry so that's how far graph goes uh, musically graph has been dropping work since 2000 i think he dropped his debut album autograph in 2007 and uh, he's been dropping eps upon mixtapes upon you know i won't call it album but like you know commercial mixtapes so to speak um my favorite actually is the oracle 3 as I won't lie, that's when I started actually really listening to Graf's work. You know, that was back last year. Oracle three he has this Oracle three series. He has this Oracle series where it's one, two, and three. I actually listened to three, and it wasn't it wasn't that bad at all. And I actually had to go back and listen to two because of how good Oracle three was. He had nice features and his um, Conway and some other people. He also uh, dropped a mixtape with um, Flea Lord back in 2019, Death Row Restaurant. You know, that was some back and forth trading of bad with him and uh, Flea Lord. And that wasn't bad as well. Uh, he, he also dropped another mixtape back in back last year. Uh, that was a um, good energy. If I, if I don't mistake, if I'm not mistaken, um, good energy was, I think, came out after Oracle. I think in the same quarter. Like, let's, let's say Oracle came out in January. I think it came out in April. But I'm not really sure of those. I, I, I can't really put a confirmation on those dates but i know it wasn't too far far off since they came out and um how i put it uh what they call this tape good energy wasn't that bad as well but now nah, i felt oracle 3 more oracle 3 was actually a bit more tighter so um oracle like i said earlier was mad and all then background speaking for this tape um benny that's benny the butcher one of my favorite mcs at the moment you know sharp hitting rapper he actually Put out some pictures. Uh, I think Graf took put out some pictures where they were, where they were talking about uh, an album being in the works. Graf is actually working on the new stuff, and um, Benny Benny is actually the executive producer. You know, this is not the first time he's executively producing. That's Benny. I mean, he actually executively produced for him, produced for Rick Hyde, 
a lot of all these new school rappers of course and bsf so you know he's been doing he's been doing his own stuff like that then let me get to the tape proper the name of this tape is stop calling art content first of all i like the artwork you know it's basquiat inspired it's how I put it, I think it's Van Gogh inspired. It's actually artistic work. And if you know me very well, I'm a lover of art, be it written art or be it, you know, drawn art, however it is. I actually like it. So I actually like the album cover. And I actually like, first of all, the statement on the intro where art itself, you know, shouldn't be called content because content is actually business inclined. So content is to put out stuff that will make people commercialize towards your music so to speak but art itself is purer than just being content well i agree for that for the most part and while i'm talking about this i'm going to actually talk on the flip side or why i don't disagree as towards this album on that statement um so there are some tracks there that are actually nice i actually liked um god bless that's the track after intro i think the track is about you know, the track list is about 13 tracks long and uh, about 45 minutes if i'm not mistaken so god bless was actually in nigeria and then there was this nice five track run but i'm putting it lyrically because the production didn't keep up with the with the lyricism that's uh, on the track run that's from no reason down to slums slums which was with Sai high i didn't actually like all the you know the production but lyrically speaking these were very good five track runs and i was really impressed impressed all those so on god bless you know, graph is just you know how, how am i going to put it now? he's just summarizing about how far he's come how he's been doing well in the industry and so far so good he, all he wants to do is just to get better you know i also pray for people behind him to get better he's talking about some lyrics like he says they probably give me my roses after they honor me stabbed in the back after my heart collapsed it's an artery so you can hear the punch lines of course in the statement that's one unique thing about graph that's why i really like graph graph is a very very unique artist with the point that you know he has this rap style where he just jumps on words quickly and then he has this lyrical range as well when he's flowing so he could just talk about like you know an air conditioner a chair or a table or a tv set then make some kind of sense out of it while just spitting it randomly so it's actually you know a very good point for a rapper when you have a very very sharp memory of words or when you have a very sharp artistry it's what you're doing it's actually very very encouraging and it brings out the technicality technicality of you as a rapper so dope for him he was like oh, they probably give him my roses after the honor me stabbed in the back after my heart collapsed it's an artery so you can hear the punchlines is that you know the roses after the honor me stabbed in the back after my heart collapsed it's an artery so it's crazy he also says i'm active praying all my straight niggas make it out luck is a lady i hope you're making out she told me don't come but i didn't take it out so <laughs> the rhyme scheme here is crazy you know, and he's actually rapping like Prime Wayne, you know, where Wayne you know, used to also be all this metaphorical poetic rap where he'll be like, you no, know, he says, luck is a lady. I hope you're making out. She told me don't come, but I didn't take it out. So, you know, that's some, some you know, perks to what Graf can give you as an artist. You know, he's actually very, very intelligent. And he, he actually knows how to craft himself. If it be it in gangster rap or he be it in him just being poetic at all. He's now saying, you know, the chorus too is very, very encouraging. Like, God bless. Pray my niggas make it out of the project. You know, he's just uh, more or less giving thanks to God or whoever for how far he's come. And then, you know, praying the, praying for the best for any other person that wants to actually get out there. And uh, he was not actually only, they were actually the only person on this tape. He was working with um, DJ Shea. So, R.I.P. DJ Shea. So, he's more or less an, an ode or a ballad to DJ Shea on this particular jam where he actually congratulates or like thanks Shea for the production you know, on this particular song. So it was 
more or less a joint uh, uh, project between him and DJ Shea. But Shea is, you know, Shea is resting now. So it was a very, very nice track. God bless. And then yeah, another track that actually got to me was No Reason. Like I was talking about the five track round, like No Reason to Slums. Now, on No Reason, you know, Raph is giving you his print point as a gangster rapper. His Pyrex talk on this track is exquisite. Like, if we're talking range of cocaine talk, we're talking range of kilo talk, you know, we're talking about MCs that know how to, that have been in this shit, that have lived this stuff. Graph is one of them. You know, we're seeing people like Graph, people like Benny, people like, um, I'll probably say a bit of Pusha T. Yeah, Pusha has has some credibility to his to his statements. They've got this range in cocaine talk. They've got it because they have actually been moving with this stuff. They actually, it's not today. Let me just put it that way. They, they actually have this experience with what they are doing. So on no reason, Graph is on his cocaine gangster talk and he is, you know, he's as impeccable as ever. I really love this song because me too. He actually got my mind twisted on something. He was like, one statement was like, I turn one brick into three. Soon as it twirls in the pot, it turns to a box set. So he's talking about putting, uh, now this is a disclaimer to, of course, please don't try cocoa. Don't try cooking. Don't do all those things. Just this is music. They have lived it. They know how to go about it. Don't try this at home. Mm-hmm. He was like, I turn one brick into three. Soon as it throws in the pot, it turns to a box set. So he's like, of course, he's putting the coke in the water. He twirling it. He's turning it. Then it turns to four as a box set. So he's actually multiplying on this shit. So I hear the point like, like he's about talking about turning the brick into three, throws in the pot, then turns to a box set. So you need to be understand. You need to understand. Where he's coming from and then on the on the following bars he did with wordplay and his lyrical range again which goes out to what i'm saying about graph's lyrical range and his wordplay is actually crazy he says what i told in the pyrex turned into 5x it rises and is burning my biceps whole arm in the pot from the bottom of the fork arm to the top i lost my whole arm when it locked so at this point i i remember when i was listening to it for the first time I was like what is this guy talking about it's like oh my god this is this is cocaine talk to the extreme. Like you need to actually be in the kitchen to understand this thing he's saying. So he's like, it rises and it's burning my biceps, whole arm in the pot from the bottom of the fork, arm to the top. I lost my whole arm when it locked. So aside as the punchlines and the metaphors, he's talking about putting the kilos in the in the pot and then as he's trying of course it's, it's getting hot so he's burning him a bit meanwhile his whole arm is the pot because he's using the, bo- the bottom of the fork of course he's trying he's trying to cook his arm to the top of course he has his gun or whatever he, you know he's he can be a violent man when he wants to be he's a gangster of course so he has his he has his gun his arm to the top in case of anything that's happening and he lost he lost his whole arm when he locked and he's talking about when the cocaine got strong like when it was turning and it actually got so big actually, actually he has actually solidified when he gets to crack okay i'm not it's okay but i'm not talking about that one again i think so that's about that so that's his wordplay and lyrical reach so it's crazy then he says another line the school of hard knocks come with a grade and you got f <laughs> so he's talking about you know all these rappers that all these want to be rap want to be gangsters you know when, when things were hard as there when things were hard you know your, your reports you didn't do shit so you had an f and also some lines actually got to me where his wordplay his flow as well was was crazy as well as you know he, the way he aligned his flow which is your, his, his delivery of course you're like i'll take a wall and make a fortress i'll take the raw and make a swordfish I'll shake a steak, sure, shake and bake in the eight ball like I'm making sausage. So, this flow is crazy. His rhyme skill is impeccable. His delivery is phenomenal. So, it was it was amazing. I really like I really like this track. No reason. 
no reason was crazy so no reason was mad i tell you so i couldn't really really actually say i was not impressed with this tape it was actually insane that's uh of course awesome on the good flip side we're getting somewhere now um these are some songs that i liked uh another song i actually like was out the pots you know the beat was jumpy and I, I liked it as much as it was jumpy it was a bit dull but you know graph's delivery was lively and i really liked his ad libs on this one he was sounding a bit like hove you know you could, you could hear that hove inspiration you know why he was making this song he was like he, he was like beat you up on ig live tweet all about it <laughs> it just made me remember when uh, this whole thing was going down when game beat up 40 glock i, I don't I, I don't know i can't remember whether it was ig live then when i was twitter but i remember there was some stream yeah i think it was wall star yeah i, remember, I think it was wall star so it was like i remember game beat that guy up it was not talking about like he stayed my sneakers he stayed he, he puts blood on my sneakers i remember i was back there so you know graph is telling you beat you up on ig live and he will tweet all about it because that's who the fuck he is actually gangster like that then he's talking about you know it's all in the race that's the chorus it's jumping out the pot out the pot so this is just him on his gangster talk you know he's finessing with his cocaine talk you know this is who he is man it's all in the race it's all in the finesse you know he's jumping out the pot he's hot everything so he's just doing his thing i like this i like this track you know he was he was excited on this one you could tell the energy was good he also says not from marcy but they're coughing up along you know and there was this particular song where Jay Z was talking about, um, you know, where I'm from. He says, uh, "Cough up a long word from Marcy's song." You know, and nice. That's what Jay Z was saying. So he's actually referring to what Jay Z was saying. Was like, um, he's not from Marcy, but they're coughing up a long. Then another track that actually got to my soul finally was a uh, God must love me. This was this was the last track on this one. So you know, the perspective where she puts him with the production, it puts him. In a very very sullen and um, you know introvertive mood so to speak where he's just talking about how far he's come again just like god bless but at this time it's more or less gratitude that that sort of thing he was like don't matter about the work you do you still got more than a lot of work to do so as much as you've done enough just know you haven't actually done enough to say you're you're, you're rested you know as much as you've accomplished as much as much as you've come this far always realize there's a goal ahead so far as you've got life in you to do it so that's i believe that's what he's trying to say on this particular truck then he says hey god the last time i heard from you was the last time i asked for blessings i didn't really deserve from you so like i was saying earlier it's more or less gratitude you know to god from where he's coming from he's actually come so far and he's doing so much for himself now and you know so far so good he's, he's thankful that kind of stuff so i really like god must love me uh, the production was good i'll talk about that too so now now to the productions um chosen this was this was um shay's this is shay's angle first of all generally generally speaking i didn't like this production of the whole tape i expected more um and i want to believe r.i.p shay that he was not really involved in the process of some of these b selections you know if probably if he was still alive he probably put some final touches here and there to make it a bit better aside the fact that some three or four songs were actually okay the rest were just kind of repetitive kind of dull i should have you know brought more energy to the album as a whole but um chosen was not bad chosen was right now i, I like the beat on chosen immediately you're hearing the snare it's hard as hell and it's spooky you know it has this skittish skittish full finish to it so it's more or less uh inviting for something thrilling i don't call it horrific no something thrilling something gangsterous boisterous so to speak so um it was sharp the electronically the, um, the instrumentation of the whole production where necessary 
was actually fine-tuned i like this one and uh, the air and um, all sounds uh, you know of the old scratching where it's just in, with the grand piano where the whole thing is just going back and forth back and forth like like there's some wizard or witch somewhere hey, that sort of thing makes it a whole spooky setting and it actually gives graph that's part of him where he just reveals you know that vivid boy uh, grimy parts of his lyricism so makes it very very nice i like that production i actually like god bless you know that's the second track after the intro where the piano keys and um soulful sampling of course was very very essential you know there was there wasn't too much of a, a lot of um drums in god bless of course apart from the hard hitting bass and all but it was very nice i really like them and then god must love me which is the last one i really like as for production wise where the soulful sampling was evident too uh it, it was a very very calm production graph had this uh this mood associated with him when he was spitting on it so it was actually nice for him it made a lot of sense i really enjoyed it as well um that's for the production so like i was saying generally the production could have been better it would have been much more you know uh much more candidly speaking it should have been there's much more diverse you know instead of a lot of more tra- a lot of more um boom baps with, with the cocaine talk maybe you should have tried something a bit more relaxing maybe it, maybe some trap beats apart from jumping out the pot you know something like that you know something new something fresh or probably some scratching i was having a conversation with uh, underground king uh mike og as, as on twitter you know one of these og ogs on twitter who really knows his music business he was like he, he wasn't expecting he wasn't expecting this kind of production it was kind of weak because he didn't hear any scratching i remember very well um him one of these rappers in bsf when he dropped um no love loss I mean, was it long story short i think that was last year with green lantern and shay there was a lot of scratching this was hard production which gave him that ability to rap as hard as he could because you know him himself is a drill rapper so uh, uh, apart from these three tracks you know r.i.p shay but if he was still alive he would have probably done something more to this then the features out of everybody that raps my favorite verse was goes actually to sci high um first of all i'm actually Happy Saiha is still rapping, you know, notwithstanding all that he's been through so far. It's, it's been a long time coming. Since I, I won't, we haven't listened to Saiha's full length since 2017. That's when he dropped uh, No Dope on Sundays, if I'm not mistaken. So that's when he dropped that tape. It's been a long time. This is, we're getting what, what, five years? If I'm not mistaken, 18, 19, 20, 20, Yeah, we're getting to five years. So it's been a very, very long time since Saiha dropped a tape like that. So we're really, really expecting something, something uh lengthy from him but this uh, this uh this verse actually gives us that reminisce of who sire is the fact that he's able to twirl around with his words you know his delivery is impeccable and sire's writing is one of one you know saying you just can't play with sire's writing it's very intelligent now look at just hear what he has to say his wordplay his flow his delivery his condense on the mic is exceptional he says see in the slums if you slumber they'll leave you slumped standing in the sun in the summer you're just a tree in the jungle like niggas coming to jump you they leave you stomp i was amazed once this in head once i heard this i just like paused and like wait what go back see in the slums if you slumber they'll leave you slumped standing in the sun in the summer you're just a tree in the jungle like niggas coming to jump they'll leave you stomp it's a lot of punchlines apart from the punchline play on words is crazy his flow is amazing see in the slums if you slumber they'll leave you slumped first of all they're standing in the sun in the summer you're just a tree in the jungle like niggas coming to jump you they'll leave you stomp and that's not all he was not like 
laid in the trunk of a Honda that will leave you stunned. <laughs> ah, oh my God, say hi, amazing rapper. So that's just one of his many, one of his many, you know, brilliant writings, so to speak. You know, he's 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 a one of one, like I always say, and I'm still looking forward to his to his music. You know, no dope on Sundays is actually very beautiful. Say hi, we miss you. He also says something about you know they had us wearing orange in the country like we was monks, you know. And another thing I actually noticed was that he felt that he used a single homonym again, you know, through his verse. I remember I, I talked about something like a homonym being used, but I, I wrote on that on J Cole's album about how J Cole used one homonym throughout the whole song. That was on close on um on his latest album, you know, the four, what was that album again? That one I, I think that was uh, the off season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he had a homonym here, just like uh, J. Cole, but this was brilliant. Now, another, another rapper, of course, who I'm actually rooting for anytime it Ransom. And Ransom happens to be a very highly poetic MC. In fact, a street poetic MC. Ransom is another OG. He was members of the A-Team, I think, back in New Jersey. Then, before he started doing all his own stuff in 2008, uh, like, on his own, uh, where he dropped street cinemas. Uh, Ransom has been rapping for a very long time. It's another OG. And I think he had... I'm not really sure. I think uh, him and Joe Budden at that time from Georgia, the rappers that had that heat back then. But I think Ransom even had it back then before Budden and stuff. So uh, Ransom, I think he's dropping. He's been dropping stuff. He has his EP. He dropped seven EP. He already dropped another one. Uh, he, had, he had another album. I think King Grand, if I'm not mistaken, that was the name. And then he's, he has something Room Streets coming out very very soon. Room Streets, another very good rapper. And I can't wait to hear from Room Streets and Ransom. And they have a joint album coming out, Coop the Grass, very very soon. I think ending of this month or so. Or next month, and then uh, the ransom's verse he says, I rested to spit these sins in bars. I repent to God. Every verse I've scripted was sent to Mars to prevent the stars from falling to the earth. Hell's fire will leave you bent and charged. So, you know, his flow is crazy, and just like I was saying earlier, he's a, his use of poetry is very, very, very exciting. He's very applaudable. You know, it's the fact that he's able to just imagine and create experiences poetically and then relate it back to the fact that he's talking about something to himself so it actually makes a lot of sense he said i resurrected to speak these sins in bars and repent to god every verse i've scripted was sent to mars to prevent the stars from falling to the earth hell's fire will leave you bent and charged and it was great I, I it took me time to understand what he was saying but once i got it i was amazed you know it's amazing then he was like another verse he says this nigga acting like he's escobar reading off all the crimes that he's done but was never really arrested for it <laughs> That's just you know ransom, ransom on 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 the streets of New Jersey, you know, with a mic having a having a battle rap with somebody. Imagine him telling you that to another battle rap. How is he not going to win? <laughs> you like this nigga's acting like he escaped, reading up all the crimes that he's done, but was never really arrested for it. <laughs> Crazy. Then that was just ransom. That was one of my favorite verses too. On that, I think that was the song he did with um, um Shikluch. Uh, that's graph and with ransom name of song is valid uh, that was not a bad track too and then uh, there was another one that i really liked uh, like i was saying um he there was another song i liked um him and i'm talking about him and rick Hyde. these are bsf rappers that benny the butcher signed uh, their tapes were executively produced by benny as well you know benny's really doing well for the bsf gang shout out to the whole Griselda movement of course these guys are keeping it locked no him and rick Hyde, they've been They've been solid for BSF, and on this track now they are with they are with Graf. 
I think they're co-signing labor mate now. Who, who was just rapping, you know him. Him, I be, I preferred him's verse. Him, him had this gangster bar in him. He had his reality bars in him, and I like him's voice. His his texture of his voice is very unique. You know, you can hear him, and you know he's the one. You know, he has a very very sharp voice. And then he was like, "Plug used to promise me grams and promise me guns. Fiends waiting by the door because I promised them crumbs." Wow. Oh my, I wouldn't want to be a fiend waiting by the door waiting for crumbs of cocaine from anybody. Can imagine, but these are just realities of where him is coming from. Like, Plug used to promise me grams and promise me guns. Fiends waiting by the door because I promised them crumbs. And where he has this reality bar on himself where he's talking about, you know, shit was violent. Told me to a soldier. Used to promise to my mama that the ghetto won't win me over. You know. He's seen a lot, so everything turned him tough. Everything turned him, you know, articulate to to as to where he's coming from or as where he's going. He also promised his mom that he was not going to let the streets win him. Well, who knows whether the streets won him or not? <laughs> then, uh, of course, Rikaid. Uh, I like Rikaid alone. Uh, Rikaid is doing very well as well. He dropped um, a tape. Um, uh, he had a new one that dropped plates too. After he dropped plates, plates dropped plates. I think in 2019. And then he dropped plates two. Plates two is actually a full length tape, which is not bad as well. I really like I really like that tape. I love that album cover as well. Very very reminiscent towards Benny Day with Hannah Talk Tree on that tape. But on this tape now, Rikhaid is Rikhaid actually comes from a more technical angle because his delivery is very very nice. It's the way he arranges his flow and puts it out on the beat. He's just flowing with the beat. You know, he's just jumping on the beat. Anytime, but he's actually making a lot of sense too. So I really like these verses. Rikai was like, on the east side where I'm mobbing, all of us buy products, either jump shots or narcotics, put the numbers up and stop crying. You know, however, like what Rick is trying to say, like however it's going for him, you know, wherever he's coming from, like wherever he is, this is where this is where he's from. That's on the east side where he's mobbing. Like steady, steady, he's on the east side. You know, everybody's buying products. Everybody's trying to cop something. You know, stop crying. Put your numbers up. Either either put the numbers up if you're balling or if you're buying products. So you know, I, I you know how they say that, that, that about um a black man being three fifths of three fifth of a, of a full man in America, where you just play ball, sell drugs, or or you I don't know. I think you go to jail. I think that's the last part of it. So you so Ricard is talking about if, if it's either jump shots or narcotics. Put the numbers up and stop crying. Like make it happen. So more or less is the more the song is promised to more or less they're making promises to themselves to never fail and making promises to society or to where they're from that they always have their back so you know regardless they have to they have to actually win so he was also saying i was starving till i made me a plate i'm saying grace i made promises that niggas won't end me you can't relate so as much as he's doing well he knows that people are behind him envying him so as much as everything is going, these niggas will never end him. So Rikai actually comes off strong too on his verse. So I really like this song, Rikai and him. They did very well. And then of course my last favorite was Benny. Although I didn't really like that um, that production. Nah, I didn't like that production on that song. But Benny, of course, hard as usual, very strong MC. You know, he hardly disappoints. Whenever I hear him, he's a very very good MC. And you can tell he speaks from the heart and he speaks his truth. He was like four bricks in the month that's five ounces in a day louis strand from a farmer that i scouted in the bay this story or this statement sounds so real like you can hardly even say this in his fake you can tell this guy lived this stuff just hear what he's saying like four bricks in a month that's five ounces in a day four bricks you're talking about you know of course 
I don't want to talk about the cooking thing every time, every time. But four bricks, you're talking about kilos, so to speak. That's for a month. And then that's five ounces in a day. That's if you cut it up in different sizes, if I'm not mistaken. And then you have five ounces. Then you then he has a particular strand from a farmer that he scouted in the bee. So he's been keeping his eye on this farmer. So that his strand is the highest. So that's why I like Benny because you can tell he doesn't lie about his lyrics. He is an MC. He's, he's, he's a microphone checker. You understand? So this is it's real hip hop for him. Then he also saying, "Money makes you happy." That's never been true. They put my dog against my dog, like X against Snoop. <laughs> Once I heard that laugh, was I heard that line? I laughed just like I'm laughing now. It was crazy because <laughs> they put my dog against my dog, like X against Snoop. <laughs> Apart from the punchlines, it's actually making sense because. As much as you have money, you think it's going to make you happy. That's not true. Anything can happen. Your guy can snitch you. Your babe can snitch you. And they can put your guy against you. So they put my dog against my dog. Or they can put your guy against another guy to mess you up. And like, they put my dog against my dog. Like, X against Snoop. So, despite all the money, you know, you think it's going to make you happy. That's not true. That's why I really like Ben. That's why I rate him, if I told anything. She's actually very, a very, very solid MC. So, um, generally speaking... That's that's how I feel about it. Here. Production wise, features wise, uh, the song that I stood out, Charlie Graf's um, Graf's um, rapping verses, where he was actually doing his thing, I really enjoyed it. And then, uh, of course, I was talking about like what I didn't like. Of course, you can't like everything. This is not um, rocket science. Mm, you generally, it could have been a more solid tape. That's how I feel. You know, Graf did his thing as a rapper. You know, he came strong as a rapper, but the production could have been better. And most times, this is what happens when your production is not very good. It tends to give the whole album output a less feel or a less better feel. You don't feel accomplished, or the album doesn't sound as accomplished as it should be. So that's the problem with having some songs or some productions not good. But although it's not easy having a ten over ten, especially with the fact that albums these days are rushed or however speaking. But you know, if you're able to keep it a buck and then you know you keep you put out your production properly uh, your verses are actually good everything rhymes together and then the beauty of a rapper producer project comes to play and then um another song i didn't like i didn't like crystal i didn't even understand the point of that song i didn't like crystal the flow was weak but uh, the graph sounded very tired you know he was still talking he was still on the pyrex talk or still on his you know cocaine exploits and uh, what he was doing with bricks in the city but it was dull the production was kind of was weak very very lazy and then like I said earlier, the production was kind of repetitive. You know, I didn't hear no scratching. You know, shout out to Mike OG for that reminder. I didn't hear no scratch. I didn't hear no scratching. I could, it was actually would have been a very different ball game if uh, R.I.P. Shea was still alive. You know, and something crazy could have happened in, in the mix there. The Bellini was actually not a bad tra- not a bad track, but then it got kind of corny and cringeworthy at some point when Graf was. You know, continuously imitating, I think, a Mexican rapper or a Mexican drug dealer or whoever. Well, it could have been better though, but it was okay. And then, like I was telling earlier about how I'll get to the flip side of uh, the intro about um, Stop Calling Art Content. Now, I'm relating it straight towards um, his album. That's Graf's album. Now, Graf is talking about, like the intro, talking about how art shouldn't be called content because content is business. Content is for... The making of the industry like for the for how people feel but art is purer now if you're relating to this album there's hardly any artistic involvement from this because um as, as much as graph is talking about cocaine talk he's talking about bricks he's sold he's thankful for how far he's come you know what else 
there is no cohesion in the tape for you to say this is not just content just like what you were saying in the intro so more or less it's an irony on what he put out as his intro that's the flip side of how i'm feeling on that particular statement because once i heard it, I was like okay this should probably be deeper this should be more cohesive but you can tell us yes yeah, songs are good songs are good but the cohesion was not there you know you're not telling me a story that runs throughout the whole tape with this album so that kind of thing it was it was actually not too bad but not too good uh, so generally i'm giving this tape a 6.5 stamp and that's me being sentimental because you know i really like graph i really want the best for him i respect him as a rapper as an og someone who's been doing this shit for years so i really want to see him so higher than where he's been and i really want him to make this big box that he really needs um so as i feel about graph tape um, in a short while i'll be talking about another tape soon so stay tuned and you know let this hold us over thanks <laughs>